We are here on the stage, at the main stage at Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York on Route 57. You see both of those logos here on the live video that we have. We have the Liverpool Warriors and Home Team Pub. I want to thank Home Team Pub for everything they do for Liverpool Athletics. They have a bunch of pieces all throughout this wonderful place that will have its one-year anniversary in November. And, of course, Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is here every single month exclusively doing Liverpool athletic events. And so we're doing a football preview today. We're going to have the three captains come up. We have Coach Mancuso with us, Dave Mancuso that's here with us, and Jake Vaca is the first one up, first captain up. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about football. So we're going to do it for the people in here. We're also going to do it for you on Facebook Live. So thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, Wake Up Call with Dan Satoris on live video and audio every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. You get all that information by going to Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT, and it's running on your timeline for those of you that are watching. So we'll talk some football. Then we're going to go to rapid fire. I get to put Coach on the hot seat. I'll be gentle because you're going to have to sit through each of them. So you're going to get a few questions each time and then Jake. But then I flip the hot seat on myself. And they get to ask me whatever they want. So, Jake, first and foremost, welcome. Thank you. How you been? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. Practice was good, I heard today. Yep. So, make sure they can hear you here. Practice, practice was good? Yeah, it was great. All right, it was great. Well, what's your biggest takeaway from practice? Um, just hard work, you know, um, especially in conditioning. You know, we worked harder than yesterday, so that was great. Now, you guys go six days a week, Coach, though. Yep. Just what you can say about the fire, if, if that's always in you, if, if you kind of got to get back to it and get back to the feel of it, or if it's right away for you, if you kind of jump into the fire right off the bat. Uh, for me, I always have the fire in me, but, you know, some days, like yesterday, it was pretty, like, rainy and it was kind of sluggish for some kids, but, yeah, like, today we woke up a little bit, it was nicer out, and we had a better day, so... Okay. Coach, what can you say? Did, did they wake up today, in your opinion? Very good practice today. We're excited. Um, kids worked really hard. It was definitely a big rebound from yesterday. Yeah. What, what, what was about yesterday? Just the field? You know, we were on the grass yesterday. It was raining yesterday. And then when it stopped raining, it got real hot. And uh, I think and fatigue was part of it also. So this team this year, how would you describe it? I'm going to ask your captains, but how would you, from your coach's viewpoint, describe this year's team yeah i think it's a great team we got some really good kids uh i think one of the things i like the most is the, the ownership that some of the older kids are taking and uh you know like like for instance today we told them to keep the kids on the sideline who weren't in to manage the sideline i thought they did a phenomenal job with that today jake how would you describe this year's team um this year's team we have a lot of returners especially on the defensive side of the field and I think that goes a long way. Like some kids are younger, but in terms of football, they, they've had a year under their belt, so that's, that's always good. Returning a lot, obviously that helps with experience. What can you say about the experience of this team? Um, I know the linebackers, we've, we were all starters last year. And for the secondary, I'd say two, two three guys returning, so. So that's good as well, yeah. Speaking of me on the, line, the linebacker core, how would you describe it? What are some words to describe it? Um, I'd say experienced one. Yeah. Hardworking and relentless. Relentless. Coach, how would you describe the linebacker core? Uh, I, honestly, physical and intense. I think those are two good words. They're very physical. 
They bring it every play, and uh, every play they're, they're, they're running until the whistle blows. Jake said relentless. I thought that that was an interesting word that he used. Go into that a little bit deeper. Do you get that sense? Yeah, not yesterday, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, most of the days they are relentless. They work really hard, and, and uh, when you have a group of linebackers, secondary, and, and some of the linemen, you're excited to go to practice every day. Jake's a captain on this team. You brought your captains with you. What makes him a captain? What makes him a leader? Well, Jacob has been a four-year starter for us, and uh, I've never had that before. And since the day he stepped on the field, he's always shown leadership qualities, and he's gotten better and better each and every year. Um, and I, you know, that's a, that doesn't happen very often. It's the first time I've ever had a kid start for me for four years. Jacob, to hear that, the first time Coach Mancuso's ever had a four-year starter, just what that says about your work ethic, how you came into it from the beginning. Um, it means a lot, especially because that was my goal. Coming out of middle school, I wanted to be the first ever to play varsity and start as a freshman. And I just made sure in the offseason I worked really hard, came to every weight room session, and I proved myself, so that was good. This season, being the last go-around for you, what's going through your mind right now? Um, I don't want to have, I don't want to leave anything on the field. I want to give everything I got, every single play, every practice, and just make sure that also the team around me gives everything they got to. Who pushes you the most? There's got to be a guy or a couple guys on the team that you feel push you the most. You got some teammates staring at you right now, maybe hoping to hear their name. Who pushes you the most out there in practice? Definitely my buddy in the middle, Bryce. He's, he's one of the hardest working kids I know. He's a heck of a fighter. He's 2-0. So he definitely pushes me when I see him working hard in practice, makes me want to do the same. All right, fair enough. I'll ask Bryce about that when he comes up. Coach, what can you say about, I know you talked about obviously practices, some are better than others, but as you step into this season, what have you kind of asked to yourself? Because you ask certain things to your players, but I don't think coaches get asked enough what they're asking of themselves. Yeah, you know, I, I ask a lot of myself. I get up early and, uh, you know, I'm all football. I'm all football from the second I get up. What can I do better? What did we do wrong yesterday? We watch film today with the kids. I'm going to go home and we'll watch more film. And, you know, the, my biggest thing is, is if we ever do lose a game, I don't want it to be my fault. And I don't think I can live with myself. If we lose a game and we played the best we could and I thought we schemed as best we could, I can live with that. But I'm always worried about missing something. So, you know, that's why I work so hard. For you, what keeps you coming back to it? Like you say, you wake up and it's football from the moment that you yeah. get up. What keeps you coming back to it? What keeps you hungry? The kids. I love seeing the kids. You know, every day is not always awesome. You know, like yeah, we keep referring to yesterday. But... Uh, you know, when you see a scheme and something that you did work and, and you see some of these young kids and they're not all four-year starters, but they come through and they get better and better each and every year. Uh, and then you see what they do on the field and the smile on their faces when we win that game, uh, it's second to none. So I've had Ari Lieberman, obviously the director of athletics, up here with me yep. at Home Team Pub. Him and I have spoken off the air, we've spoken on the air, we've spoken right here on the stage. How would you describe Ari? He's awesome. He's an outstanding athletic director, and, you know, he's good to football, but he's good to every sport. He's a yes guy. You know, if I have a problem, if we need something, I, I don't hesitate to walk in his office because I know if he can do it for me, he will. There's a lot of positive changes coming, and we spoke with 
superintendent, superintendent and the you know uh, assistant to that and whatnot. We we had a great conversation about the buildings and the upkeep and what they're doing in the community as a whole, yeah. including yeah. Liverpool High School. What you can say about the upgrades you're getting? You know, I think it's out, outstanding. Just like when we upgraded our stadium a few years ago, but you know, it's all about the community. You know, our community goes to those football games. You know. Uh, our community goes to the basketball games. Our community is going to use the new, uh, you know, outstanding weight room that we're building. Um, but you know, the facilities are—we needed them 20 years ago. And we have—we have them coming now. And I think Liverpool is a great place to be an athlete, to be a student athlete. This is a great place to be. And in another year, everybody will get to see it. And Jake, what can you say about that? I mean, obviously, this is your final year, but to see the upgrades, to see the changes, to see that there's positive work being done for the future of Liverpool, what that means to you? Well, I mean, it sucks that I don't get to see it, but <laughs> other than that... You um, can see it, you just can't yeah. use it. No, I'll definitely be I'll definitely be back to use it, though, in the summer. But, I'm sure. But um, it's, it's definitely great. Like, our weight room, it was, it was a decent weight room, but knowing the amount of money they put into it and the time, it's going to take about a year, so I know that it's going to come out looking really good. Yeah. So for you, like you said, you'll come back and you'll get to enjoy it. But yeah. what, just what you can say about it, I've been over at the stadium before and I've, I, I've seen kind of like the life of that under the lights. How would you describe your stadium at Liverpool, what it's like to be under the lights there? Because at least for me in this community, it's felt like something special, just how you would describe it. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's no other feeling like coming out on a Friday night under the lights, especially with all the people cheering for you. It's, there's no better feeling in my opinion. What's it like to play at home on that field? Um, it's, it's special, more than playing away, that's for sure. But um, just the fans, the atmosphere, it's the smell, like the food, it's just, it's just amazing. There's no other feeling like it. I have to ask you this, because I thought this was an interesting question that was asked collegiately. What is your least favorite place to play at? Your least favorite place to go on the road? I'm going to say I've only played there once. No, wait. Yeah, once. Um, Beeville. You know, because we're, we're on their side. Um, for, for the away games, we're on the, the student section side, and they're always chirping at us. They're, they're just loud and intense. What's your favorite road place to go to? Favorite road place is CNS, just because Crosstown Rivalry. Yeah. Okay. Coach, I want to I get your thoughts on this as well. What's your, what's your least favorite place to go to? Uh, wherever I lose. Um, now, I, you know, I, I, honestly, I struggle the most, in, and I hate to say this, but we open up in the Carrier Dome, but the Carrier Dome is, is very, very hot. It gets very, very hot sometimes. It's very hard to communicate. It's hot for the press as well. <laughs> we get very hot in the box. But the kids love it, and we had the opportunity this year to, to play there, and I agreed to it, but I'm like, ugh, in the back of my head, I'm like, this is going to be a pain in the butt. we got to get the buses up there, parking passes. Um, but so that's probably the most difficult place for me to play. Where's your favorite on the road place? On the road, uh, anywhere we win. Um, but I would have to say Beville or CNS because they're both rivalries for us. Yeah. Um, I agree with Jacob because I've been hitting the head with pop bottles at uh, at Beville a few times. But it's still a great atmosphere, um, you know. Uh, and, and so is CNS because of the rivalry. We talk about football around the country, and I've had the benefit over the last 17 years to travel and to be on that recruiting trail. And we hear so much about Texas, and we hear about 
Nebraska and Florida and California and, and some of these other places in North Carolina. But to me, it's important, born and raised in central New York, I was born on the north side. I live within walking distance of, of where we are right now. Yeah. So Liverpool is my backyard now. This is my place. What can you say about this community of central and upstate New York and the athletes we have here? Because a huge part of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is to talk about all of the athletes, whether it's Liverpool or wherever they are, because building up athletes in the state of New York and in upstate and central New York, to me is important because there's a lot of great athletes here, and obviously you have some on your team that need to be spoken about more, need to be seen more and heard more. So what can you say about this community and its talent? I, I think it's great. You know, I think, uh, you know, promotion of it is, is a huge part of it. You know, like, here's an example for the spring football game. You know, it's not SU spring football game. That's something that's not advertised. They get, you know, five to 8,000 people at that game. And you look at all the schools in the country that we were better than this year, and we're still not getting twenty to 25,000 people. And, you know, I just don't think we do, sometimes we do a good enough job of promoting it. I'll see it in the paper the day before that there's an SU spring football game, and they should be talking about it for the last three months, you know, with, especially with the success we had. Yeah, and I would agree with that wholeheartedly because, I mean, it's Florida State. I think it's like 60,000 yeah. people there. Yeah. And they had a horrible year according yeah. to their standards last yeah. year. Uh, Jake, what can you say about this community and the talent here? Obviously, you're a part of that talent pool, but just how you feel as an athlete because as a student athlete, there needs to be more talk about the state of New York. It doesn't get the respect that I believe it deserves, so what can you I say agree. about it? I definitely agree. Um, I feel like Central New York's definitely slept on, I feel like, because there's, I feel like there's a bunch of D1 athletes that just don't get recognized because they don't have the exposure that, say, Texas, Florida, like all the southern states get for especially football, but basketball too. Not lacrosse. Lacrosse is really good up here, but. It's the exception. But yeah. It's the exception, you know. But, um. Players like Stevie Scott, it's great because the whole community, whole central New York is behind him, and he's, a, he's an excellent football player, and we're all like proud of him as a community of what he's doing at Indiana. So that's, I'd say the community is really supportive. Yeah, and he definitely, I mean, he's going to be something special. I look for, I mean, I play fantasy football, and I run it, and I look forward to the day I get to draft Stevie Scott. <laughs> I've said that much. Before we get to rapid fire, where I get to put you guys on the hot seat, but you get to put me on the hot seat as well, which I don't know any other broadcaster to do is turn the mic on himself, but we will do that in a few minutes. Before we do that, I want to know what it means to be a Liverpool Warrior. I'm going to start with you, Jake. Um, to be honest, there's no other place I'd rather play. Um, Liverpool just has the history of winning. All-time greats like Tim Green, Chris Gedney. It's just, it means a lot that you get to wear like the same uniform as them and to just share the same field that they played on. It just, it means a lot to me. You mentioned Chris Gedney, obviously he passed away yeah. from our community and, you know, and, and toward the end, you know, had, had some trouble and whatnot. Just what you can say about that legacy. Like you said, when you put a jersey on and you know who came before you with guys like Chris, do you think about that when you step on the field? Um, yes, I definitely do. Cause I, I play for, Mostly the alumni, I want to make them proud of what they see and the younger kids that, you know, like where they played, I want to make them feel proud of what they're looking at. That comes with a lot of maturity. You're a high school kid. Where does that maturity come from? 
that you're sitting here saying you're not playing for yourself and not just this season, but you're playing for the future that's watching you and right. you're playing for those that came before you. Where did that maturity come from? Um, I honestly think just when I was in middle school um, and my coach, Coach Kosselman, when they went to the sectional championship game and they lost, but just I just remember standing and sitting in the bleachers and just saying, I wanted to, I wanted to be in that game, and that's, that's what I've worked for ever since freshman year. Fair enough. Coach, I know you're going to be up here with the rest of the guys, but I'll ask you now what it means to be a Liverpool Warrior. Yeah, well, you know, I coached in South Carolina. You know, I coached uh, at uh, three school districts uh, in central New York, and this is the best, by far, the best place ever to be. I, I, I bleed blue and orange. I love it here. Uh, the administration has always been great to me. The community's been great to me. The parents have been great to me. And, uh, you know, when I, when I first got the job here after my first season, I said, this is where I'm going to retire. I, I love it here. So what does it for you? I know you talked about the community and, and how they're behind you and whatnot, but there's liking a job, there's loving a job, and then there's what you said, I'm going to retire here. Yeah. Why, why that far? Why do you have that much depth with this job? Well, you know, you know when you love what you do, it, it, you don't work. You know? I've never worked a day in my life. You know, I get up and, and I bust my tail, but I love what I do. I love these kids, and uh, you know when I go into the home team pub or Abacoli's, you know people are always walking up, say, "Hey, Coach Mancuso." And I don't know who they are, but I know they're at the games, and we saw the game last week. It's just, it, it's just the whole community, the school district, the kids, the families. It's outstanding. Fair enough. With that being said, I'm going to put you both on the hot seat, but then it flips to me. So. This is called Rapid Fire. It's something we've done for years on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. For those of you watching, those of you that are here, we're at the Home Team Pub, 7990 Oswego Road in Liverpool, New York. We're here every single month with Liverpool Athletics, from bowling to track and field to basketball to the football team. We've done so much here. We appreciate everybody that has been out here, especially when we had our leadership segment as well with Ari Lieberman and the crew. So with that being said, we look forward to getting every, every team up here as well. And... The lacrosse teams, i got to give them the shout-out, too. So with that, we go to rapid fire. All right. So I'm going to ask three questions to each of you. You're going to ask three back to me. Coach, I'm going to start with you. Okay. If you weren't in this profession, what's the first job you would take? Police officer. Why? Uh, great question. Um, because I always thought cops were cool. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you'd be a cop. Fair enough. Jake, if one of your teammates was presenting an award for you, what are the three words you would want them to use to describe you? Handsome. Okay. Strong. Okay. And great leader. And great leader. Okay. So we'll go back and forth with this. So, Jake, you can now ask me a question. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, what's your uh, favorite color? Wow. That's a good question. Green. And my and, favorite color is green, and orange is a close second. And why is that? Because I am a Ninja Turtle fan, and Michelangelo is orange and green. So, all right, Coach, what do you got? 
who cut your hair? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I cut my own hair, actually. Own and hair? I do the back myself, too. I keep it all straight. So. Very interesting. Thank you. That was a shameless plug. <laughs> what's, your other, what's your other question? I gave you a different uh, Well, you said you live around here. Are you from here locally? Yeah, I was born and raised, like I said, on the north side. So I was, I was born and raised um, here forever. I left and worked with ESPN. And, well, I worked with ESPN here. I worked with ESPN in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Orlando, Florida. Worked with Fox and Scout. Came back, did some work with Yahoo, and then started my company seven years ago this awesome. past July. So, yeah. So this is this is home. You're local. But Liverpool was never home until a couple years ago. Great. So, and I love it here. And I like that it's quiet. Like there's enough to do, but it's quiet at night, and there's a lot of stars. Yeah. So I like, and my dog likes it, so I'm good. There you go. I'm good with it. All right, Coach. My second question for you. Okay. How deep do I want to go with this one? Let's think here. All right, well, we're, we're, going, to go, we're going to go like a death-defying type thing. So you have, to, you have a choice. Okay. You can jump out of a burning building. Okay. You can swim with sharks. Okay. Or you can skydive. Which one do you pick and why? Skydive. Why? Because I know I'm going to live. <laughs> well, for the most part, right? Sharks, burning building, I don't know about that. Because um, I've, I've always wanted to fly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So skydive. There you go. Jake, what is the one cereal that best describes you? <laughs> um, never I asked that question know, before. Say, yeah, I've never been asked that. Um, I'm going to say Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Why? Because it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know, it's my favorite cereal. All right, fair enough. It is one of my favorites as well. What's your second one for me? Um, let's see. All right, I got to think. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. Getting put on the spot here. Okay, your team should be writing down theirs right now. <laughs> um, would you rather... Oh, here's a would you rather. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Would you rather... I don't know. Like, I have no idea. All right. Uh, would you rather be in the NBA or in the NFL? All right. How's it going? Well, I played basketball all my life. I love football, but I would. It's tough. I would want to be in the NBA because I can play. I never played like really organized football. I just played pickup. So I would play in the NBA. But I have love for the NFL, so that's it's a toss-up because the NBA well, isn't say, a team sport anymore. Say you were the you could be the best basketball player in the NBA or the best. Oh yeah, NFL if I can outseat LeBron, absolutely, let's do it. Okay, let's make it happen. All right, coach, what's your second one for me? Um, go anywhere in the world. Where yeah. would it be? Okay, I'm gonna pick a place I haven't been to. So, I grew up thinking I was 100% Italian. We had a little conversation. Yeah. So I found out that my dad's side's Italian and Spanish. Okay. And apparently we have Sudanese blood from Africa with my mom's side who thought we were 100% Italian. So I would go to Italy, Spain, and the Sudan to meet my family. I know I have family in Italy, and I definitely have family in Spain because they watch five hours ahead of time. They, like, middle of the night, they'll be watching the show. So, really? Yeah, so I know we awesome. got family there. So I do awesome. that. My final question for you this round, Coach, okay. is if anybody could play you in a movie... Tell me the actor that you would want to play you and why. Uh, anybody could play me in a movie. Charles Bronson. 
Okay, why? Because he's, he's a bad dude. Okay. Bronson, because he's a bad dude. Most right. people don't know who that is, but <laughs> I do. All right, Charles Bronson. Jake. Yeah. Tell me the one song that you're coming, you're coming out onto the field at Liverpool this season, and they can only play one song for Jake Vaco. What is the song? What's, what's our song that we're coming out to? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Just because it's a classic, and we ran out to that back in the day. Okay. Back when we were really successful. So. so that's the one. Okay. What's your final question for me, Jake? All right. Um, if you could buy any car in the world, what would it be? I always struggle with this because my, my uncle's a collector. I would... He has a Prairie Bronze Mustang that I really like, but he also has some other cars. I would probably get a Chevy Camaro that looks like Bumblebee. Or I would probably get a Mustang, because I'm falling in love with the Mustang that he has. So I might have to buy that off him someday. All right, Coach, what's your last one for me? My last question for you is, uh, my last question for you is, where's your, where's your favorite, what's your favorite takeout food? My favorite takeout food? Stumped you. Yeah, that is tough. Because I don't get, like, takeout a lot. Ugh. You know what? I'm not saying it because I'm here. I'm saying it because it's, it's the place I've done it the most lately is if you haven't tried them, you need to get them. I've converted a lot of people to these. It is the dry rub, extra crispy, salt and pepper wings here at Home Team Pub. There you go. I've bought them more times than I want to tell people. So... I would say this. Yeah, that's my take. I mean, if you look at my takeout over the last four months, it's been 95% here. So I'll say the salt and pepper wings here. Good answer. All right, fair enough. We'll take a step aside. Can you give these gentlemen a round of applause? Show them some love. Jake Rockley, you're off the hot seat. Coach, you're staying. We'll be back in just a moment. We're going to end this video, and we're going to come back. I believe I'm going to – I got two to select from. Yeah. Bryce Mills, you're going to be next up for me right, right after this.